This is episode 129, SLP Mindset, featuring Marie Murataya. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Maria, and I am your host for today's show. But do not worry. We have Deb and our guest, Marie Murataya, on the show. We have a nice interview with them. On this interview, we talk about what it's like being an SLP and how we balance between work and life and all the fun stuff in between. So looking back on this episode, we recorded it when Deb was still pregnant, so it was early spring, and now it's the summertime, so I feel like things are a little bit more laid back. So it's seemingly, not always, easier to balance life and work especially if you are a school-based SLP and you've decided not to do any uh, part-time work or any other type of work where you're able to fully relax and enjoy the summer, which is, hey, one of the perks of being a school-based SLP, right? I mean, come on, let's keep it real. That's definitely a pro. Everything has pros and cons, right? So today I'm continuing to drink this pomelo wine. This wine is... My top wine. It is my top. Thank you so much to Trinchero Family Estate. They really hooked us up. They sent over a big shipment of wine and Deb is breastfeeding now. So I know she could have two glasses, but you know, I already opened this one and I just saw Deb actually and Benjamin and Janelle. Shout out to them. So I didn't want to bring open, uh, bring a wine that was like already open. So I'm just like, oh, I'm saving this for the podcast. So here I am, you know, drinking on behalf of the both of us. But I for sure vote drink it for this wine. Don't have any cheese left. I got to go food shopping. But you know, what? it's good on its own. I did pair it last time with a truffle Italian cheese and that was for sure an eat it and drink it combo that I highly highly recommend. So looking back also on this SLP mindset we talking we talk about um, being you know as, as a SLP you're in a field of helping individuals those with communication deficits so that can take a toll on you. So right now, my tip would be to any SLPs listening to this or any just healthcare providers, take some time to just do what you please. You know, remember when being a kid and you just wanted to like color or something and you didn't second guess it. You're like, this is what I want to do. I want to do it. So take a second, think about what you want to do and go for it. Even if you do it for like 10 to 15 minutes, it's still that satisfaction of, you doing something you wanted to do versus something you have to do. So that want versus have to. So think about that. And without further ado, let's get right into this interview. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Maria. And I'm Deb. And welcome our guest, Marie, and you may may better know her as Thanks Morris on Instagram. Say hi, Marie. Hi, thanks for having me. Yes, thanks for being here. And today we're going to talk about the SLP mindset. So my first question for you is, how do you think that SLP's mindset impacts work and real life? Um, I mean, essentially, it's... It, has a big role to play in both. Um, 
you know, I actually recently was reminded, not that I didn't know this, but I attended um, a conference on Sunday and one of the speakers talked about the need for, you know, the SLPs um, or for SLPs who are servicing, whether you're servicing kids or adults, um, any, any person you're pouring into with this desire to improve quality of life, essentially, or to facilitate communication, um, we all want to, I know we all want to give 100%. Um, but sometimes, and even like me yesterday, because I didn't get enough sleep the night before, sometimes you're not quite there. Um, so I think if you're walking into a therapy session um, and you aren't, you know, maybe you don't fill, and they use the phrase, I hear the phrase a lot, you know, if your cup isn't full type of thing. Right. Um, <laughs> but if you're not functioning kind of at your highest or even somewhere on that higher frequency where you can pour into your clients, um, it's obviously because you need, you need time or you need, you know, some, somewhere in your mental health, you might need a little bit of a boost. Yeah. Uh, so there's nothing more disappointing than an empty cup. No. Or an almost <laughs> empty cup. Like lately I wake up in the middle of the night and I just want to, I just want some water mm. and then I take a drink <laughs> and it's, and it's just not enough. It's just enough to remind me of what I could have. Um, yeah, and I think and that relates to what you're saying. Uh, yeah. It's a good visual. <laughs> yeah. Cause we're all thirsty. Pretty thirsty. I'm going to have some wine. <laughs> right. There you go. Yeah, we're all pregnant. thirsty and we need to make sure that we are filling hydrating. our cups and hydrating. hydrating. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. exactly it. And then, you know, on the other hand too, um, with mindset, it's, I've learned sometimes to that I get so wrapped up in whatever is going on as an SLP that in my off hours, not that there's anything wrong about if I need to get things off my chest or talking to, you know, my partner or somebody that understands, um, I might need to, but it's, there's also a benefit in understanding, okay, right now I need to not be an SLP. I need to do something that fills my cup outside of that work life to keep that work life balance. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not perfect at it, um, but I definitely understand myself a little bit more <laughs> self-awareness to understand what it is that I need uh, to be able to help my mindset positively impact the, the sessions that I'm having with my kids. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's the first step too, knowing that you feel empty, you know, metaphorically mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. your soul. No, I'm just kidding. You yeah. feel like drained, maybe is a better word or your energy levels are draining and what sure. do you need to give yourself to build that up. And sometimes it's as simple as more sleep. It is right. Right. Some time to rest. And then also like the mindset, I feel as though I never want to, I want, never want to lean towards like toxic positivity where it's just like, everything is great. But I think what I really can't stand is just like doom and gloom. Everything is wrong. Um, I feel like advice I give to friends and colleagues quite often is that if something is happening in your life, you need to embrace it or you need to break it. So if, That's if it is just happening, advice. Thanks. Thank yeah. you. Maria uh, repeats it a lot whenever <laughs> <laughs> because it's true. Because if you spend more energy fighting it, it's like wasted energy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then everyone's sick of you, honestly. 
That's yeah. just that's that's the real point. Yeah. Is they're like, what a drag. Look who's showing up to right. ruin the party. The right. No, I had my boyfriend actually tell me, like, all you've done, like this is a year ago, but he's like, All mm-hmm. you've done for the last two weeks is complain about work. Yeah. You know, kind of like that. I love you. I'm here for you, but I don't want to hear about it anymore. And it kind of woke me up to the point where I was like, Yeah. Yeah. That's there all was I there was some sort of cycle you needed to break because uh-huh. it wasn't working for you in your life. And, uh, and I'm sure if your boyfriend noticed that, then, you know, <laughs> people at work or even the kids probably. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Notice that. And then the kids don't, the kids don't like adults care. So like, if you're going to be a cranky person, you should work with adults. Cause adults, <laughs> adults will be like, what is it? Tell me about yeah, it. And sure. then you'll, you probably waste a session or two doing that, but, um, <laughs> or they'll get cranky with you. I was going to say, yeah. or I remember being in my, my clinicals and I had a, I had a patient who she was just as cranky and I just yeah. figured out this is our venting session. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. Expressive language. <laughs> <laughs> but then kids, party. exactly. But kids, they don't care. In fact, if you're going to be not in a good mood, then they are just not going to listen. Exactly. I have, I've never had a kid be empathetic. We don't learn that right away. I don't know when that happens, but um, I don't yeah. know. Kids they, will just rebel. And their energy. Like I, I've told parents this. I had a parent um, before we started back in a hybrid model, you know, we're virtual and they had um, a death in the family and things were really stressful. And I, you know, I said, I really appreciate you coming on and being here, but, and I didn't tell him this for, you know, I didn't directly say this, but I said, if you need a break, it's okay. Because what was happening was everybody, it was a high stress environment and, you know, emotionally people were um, just, there was a lot of tension. And so my student felt that, and she exhibited maybe behaviors that were correlating with those emotions. And kids feel it, you know, they may not Absolutely. be able to express it. I, I did have a four-year-old. This is a fun story though. It's my favorite story to tell. <laughs> um, he had just turned four. He, um, he, um, had autism and, you know, emotions were a big thing for him to learn so early on, but he was articulate. And one day he could tell I was stressed because he, we walked into our, our speech room and he knew the routine. He had that, you know, he knew his routines and he could tell you his routines and he didn't like it if other kids didn't get their speech folder. So he would tell them before I would remind them, you know, and one day he just wanted to go in and do whatever he wanted. And I, I thought I was pretty calm about it, but I know I was stressed out at that point in the year. Um, and I, as gentle as I thought I was being reminded him to get his folder. And he looked at me and he said, miss M calm down. (laughs) and I was like how do you know to say that to me and you know in my outside life nobody tells me to calm down so I was like okay buddy yeah yeah but they can read it they know your energy introduces you before you ever speak so I but again I don't want to I am not a overly positive toxic positive person but I'm a realistic one and you're not going anywhere with either end of those spectrums, you have to demonstrate virtue. You got to stay in the yeah. middle. You got to realize days are hard and that work is work because it's called work. <laughs> it's, right. It's, right. There are challenges that yeah. come. 
you can do hard things Yeah, and you are not, you're also, this is what I, I tell Mike all the time too. Like you are not the exception to difficulty. Like, I'm sorry to tell you this, but like everyone has to do things that are hard and you're not the exception to that. So don't, don't be sitting here thinking like, Oh, humma, humma, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Cause like <laughs> that mindset's just perpetuating and, and you are like, you're thinking you're the exception to the rule instead of just like confronting the issue and eliminating it. Um, I could picture but, yeah. you saying this to Mike and just- yeah. <laughs> I say a lot of stuff, Mike, knowing you're right, but you know, (laughs) sometimes, you know, I'm going to take Mike's Mike's perspective on this. You know, maybe it's like a a emotional thing. We're both, well, you're a cancer to the horoscope, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's okay to have a party pity party. That is, you know, party of one party of two and then move on from there. You know, eventually the party has to end and pick yourself up and just try again and just, you know, remind yourself tomorrow's a new day. Right. It has to end. I'm easy on myself. End. I think <sighs> I'm like, like, what am I going to sit here and pity? Like, Oh no, everything sucks. And I didn't do it right. I'll be like, hmm, well, I tried new day tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Like, So-and-so is mad at me. Oh, well, like, <laughs> but, um, no, that's totally true. We all have to be, everyone has their own way to manage things. Um, so, so speaking of what do you do to keep yourself in the best, um, headspace, Marie? Well, I sleep, like I said, I can't say that enough. If I don't get seven hours of sleep, I'm a mess, but, (laughs) um, but I was really nervous about an IEP the other day, like the day we were coming back from spring break. So I didn't sleep very well. And, um, I, I felt it like well into Tuesday, that was Monday. And then even yesterday I was just off and I knew that was the thing. So like last night I made a point to go to bed and I slept, I cut my morning routine in half this morning. And I just was like, I'll just, you know, I'll, I will sleep right now as a priority, but my morning routine is the other priority, I guess. So it was kind of like, which one is going to fill my cup more at this point. Um, yeah. But I do uh, regular journaling um, with my gratitude journals and, you know, and that's been huge every night going to bed, like just reflecting on the day. And even if I feel low, um, just having that as a regular practice where I can look back at, you know, five or 10 things that I am grateful for, or that made me laugh, or, you know, that, that just made me feel good in that moment, um, then that helps me you know, go to bed with a little bit of a, um, maybe a clearer mind or just a happier heart. Um, yeah, that's impressive that you do all those morning routine and journaling. I never had either of those things be part of my life, but (laughs) that's why I love doing this podcast though, because like not everyone is the same and not all of the same things satisfy each person. And what keeps me going does not keep other people going. Um, and yeah, like, I think Maria, what would you say keeps you in your best headspace? Cause I'm I'm like feeling like we're all going to have different answers here. (laughs) I love to journal too. So I like that you brought that up, Marie, but I'm going to go with what science says too. Cause I've been binging on some science podcasts and uh, actually to boost your immunity, elderberry, very mixed results, right? But what has some strong positive results? Sleep. Sleep is a big one for immune boosting. And right now in 
pandemic times, that yeah. is something you can do and it's free. You know, you don't have to mm-hmm. buy anything to sleep except for a mattress and some sheets, but you know, or you, you... can sleep on the floor if you've got to, <laughs> right. <laughs> do what you gotta do, but yeah. you don't have to go far, let's say, and buy something or make this smoothie or whatever it is. You get some sleep and then um, also limiting electronics an hour before bed because mm. of the blue light. So journaling is with a pen and piece of paper so you don't have that blue light. Or if you are going to journal, let's say you want to type it out, at least you could get like the blue light glasses. So I like that suggestion that Marie made. And I'm going to just corroborate with some journal because, you know, like for the podcast, we want to be informative and entertaining. So, you know, just bringing in some research, Deb. That's right. That's good. I have no idea what I do to keep myself in the best headspace. I don't even think about it. You like to draw. I draw. Yeah. I don't know. Living with a comedian, you have some comedic relief. Maybe. Yeah. There we go. I (laughs) just, I think I'm just, I'm just, no, I'm not, I'm not stressed. I'm not, I'm good. Like I am living life. Mike asked me today if I felt like a void, I was like, no, I feel a void of hard work that is gone. I had a lot to do (laughs) and now I don't. And I love it. Like, good. I, um, no. Yeah. So I guess I don't think about it too much, but I think what I do, what I do do is I just, yeah, I don't, I don't really like, I'm very forgiving. I think Deb's trying real hard, you know, she's doing all the stuff all the time. And if something, if I don't do something, then it couldn't happen or shouldn't have happened or, or whatever. Yeah. And if, if someone's got a problem with it, then we will confront that as it occurs. But I, I just try not to like, I no longer put assumptions on other people. I no longer come up with excuses or apologies. So like, I never say so-and-so is going to say this when I see them. I don't know what they're going to say. I'm not a psychic. (laughs) And I never say, oh my goodness, I have a doctor's appointment on Tuesday. We're going to do an ultrasound. I'm going to look at my baby. I got to cancel the schedule session. Can we maybe? No, I'm not available Tuesday at nine. Would you like to do Thursday at 10? No, (laughs) bye. Like, (laughs) that's it. Like, I don't do anything like I do short, explicit utterances, no apologies, no assumptions. Yeah. I like this step. This is called pregnant Deb, but she always <laughs> were like this, but now she's in mommy zone. You it's know just what? amplified. I guess. <laughs> amplified. I love it. I love that. No apologies thing though. I will say Please. I have caught myself probably five times in the last three days. Like when I went to say, sorry, like even in an email and I'm like, delete, not saying sorry. Don't like, yeah, no, you have nothing to be sorry about. It's it's that is a practice in and of itself. And I think mm-hmm. that's a huge, you know, a huge one that keeps us in a good headspace. Cause when you start letting yourself feel sorry, it's like, and you don't need to No. no, no. What do I feel guilty about? How many jobs are people doing things like around the clock constantly? None. Yeah. No motherhood. That one. And, and I'm, I'm not going to be sorry about anything. <laughs> You're not going to be sorry for that. No, I, I don't, okay. I don't know. I think, I think that we all have to understand that we all do things that are not going to be the best, but at the same time, we're all doing our best. So it's like, I can't agonize over like anything. Only thing you can do is do better. There's nothing that ruminating or agonizing does for anyone. 
So that's true. Yeah, that's true. that's how I that's how I keep myself in the best headspace. I realistically think the only thing that I can do is better tomorrow. I like that. That's, that's what's it. done is done. What's done, done is yeah. done. Over. Over. Yeah. So speaking of next question for Marie, <laughs> what suggestions do you have for other SLPs to maintain a healthy mindset in their work and personal life? I mean, all the ones that were just mentioned, of course. (laughs) Uh, So go back and listen if you need to. But, um, you know, other thing, I think that ultimately in doing those things, a big part of that is setting time aside for yourself, whatever that, like I talked about, I have a morning routine and that's just the time that I know every day, you know, is guaranteed to myself. Um, I'm not, you know, going over to my boyfriend's house later after work to, you know, work out or make dinner together or whatever, or anything like that. It's like, I have my mornings. I, you know, if I can get seven hours of sleep, then great. I'm going to wake up earlier in the, as early as I can in the morning to have extra time to go slow because I like going slow in the mornings. Me um, too. I need some coffee. Yeah. And like, I want to sip it. I'm not trying to chug and, you know, or whatever. I just want to enjoy things. So um, that's really helpful for me. Um, I know, you know, some people I'm, I try to do yoga. I just do it when I feel like it, but I'm not big on like a regular yoga practice, but I know that works for others. So that's a good suggestion. If it's something you, you know, you want to do, I honestly just do it if I'm really amped up before bed and I'm like, I need to just, it's not really for my body. It's more for my brain. Um, but even like, And I know I kind of mentioned this earlier, setting boundaries and remembering that it's okay that if you leave work and you don't want to be an SLP for the rest of the day, you don't like, you're not, you know, I mean, you'll, you have the title. Yeah, sure. But, um, you know, you have the, all the, uh, letters after your name and everything, but, um, it's, if, if you're, if you need to be done with it, be done with it. Um, I recently was asked to go out, you know, restaurants and everything are opening up and a couple colleagues were like oh let's go grab a drink and stuff and I was like no I I don't want to go after work today it's right not gonna fill my cup because it's still kind of like work when you're there with all the work people yeah you still talk about the kids you still talk about the admin you like it's Mm. Oh, I cut people off. I'm like, oh, we're stop. I'm not talking about work anymore. Like, Good. If I hang out <laughs> with my coworkers and I'm like, oh, we're, and then we'll like, you know, the topic will change and then it comes back and I'm like, oh, I'm like topic maintenance police. I'm like, stop that topic yeah. right there. You're talking about work. We said we weren't going to do that. And then I'll just initiate yeah. a new conversation. There you go. I'm just like, so tell me about your socks, you know, just anything. Yeah. That's no. good. I'm like, your face reminds me of math. <laughs> <laughs> we can't, I need to, <laughs> I need to hang out with a different person today and or I just need to embrace. We're talking about kids or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. But I mean, that's when you kind of just know yourself. You're just like, <laughs> that's not really what I want to do right now. And it's okay. Kind of like you said, Deb, it's like, I'm just going to say no without an apology for things. <laughs> Um, I, I also recommend, you know, finding something that you love to do that you can do at least once a week that takes you away from that. I always bring up, and I know Deb, you said you live with a comedian. (laughs) My boyfriend's a comedian and it's fun, but it's 24 seven fun. And sometimes I'm like, wait, he's a stand up though. He doesn't do stand up. He's, oh, oh, oh yeah. We talked about this already. Yes. I remember you said this. Yeah. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. um, he, uh, but he, 
before COVID, you know, was doing workshops once a week for our community. And I was, I would go and be a part of those. And that was, I did it for three years, my first three years of being an SLP. And it was amazing. And just so, um, so therapeutic because it took me in the middle of the week out of my SLP brain. Then I noticed like, you know, throughout the week I was bringing in like comedy rules and stuff and having more fun. And yeah, so some comedy. Is it the yes and? Yeah. Yes. Yes. One. Yes. And that's right. Maria. Yes, Very and. good. Yes. She's a good student. You I can teach good. Maria lots of stuff. I know. <laughs> I'm very open to knowledge. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To it. Yes. And she is also very interested in new and exciting things. I am. I want to be fun. You know, I want to embrace the fun of life. You know, what is life without the fun? We weren't made here just to work and just to like pay the bills, you know? Mm -hmm. So we got to do something fun and whatever that is to you. Exactly. Yeah. And I totally agree. Like just going to the improv shows and whatever if you were at rehearsals or something yeah it's just like I I miss going to comedy shows I went to one in Central Park though and I was like I am freezing oh this is not like this is not working anymore like (laughs) I don't feel the same as I used to thank god everything's like starting to open up again um but yeah like I I definitely I have certainly benefited from having that extra component of my life Um, and it's so communication and language based. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, you find a similarity. So like in your head, you're just like, you're listening and enjoying, but then you're also listening and enjoying on a a different level. And then you like carry it over to speech therapy for sure. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So then do you have any tips or tricks for just like, when you can uh, maybe like identify that mindset change or, or um, bring yourself back to where you need to be, just any sort of SLP mindset tip or trick for our listeners. Yeah. I think for me personally, the gratitude has been so powerful and that having a regular practice of it. Um, I even, I even keep a little journal, like just a little notebook at work, because sometimes if I'm like, you know, you run into somebody who says something that, that you don't agree with at work and you're like, I'm just going to go be grateful. <laughs> like, yeah. so, I don't, so I don't carry that into a session or something. Um, right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that works for me. It doesn't, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but having that regular practice of looking for things to be grateful for has helped me now in situations that might get stressful to automatically be like, almost like, okay, but I'm grateful like for this or for that. Um, so that's been really helpful for me. Um, I had another thought and now I lost it, but <laughs> well, Maria, do you have a tip or trick while Marie is thinking of her? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no worries, Marie. Maria. Got you. Yeah. Another, cause I like to meditate. I love the calm app. I highly recommend that app. Unfortunately it's not free, but it is a good app, but, um, who knows? Maybe you can get your school district to pay for it. You know, you never you know till you ask and try. But uh, a big um, grounding technique is to look to incorporate your senses, like name one thing you see, what do you feel, what do you hear, and it like helps bring you back to the moment. So like going off of your example, like let's say someone says something to you, like I know something that annoys me, 
like, oh, this device. Oh, he doesn't know how to use it. And I'm like, well, we're working on that. <laughs> but yeah. They don't get the device and know it. You know, we right, teach yes. it. To we need them. to model. We need, we're modeling. Yes, I know. I know he likes to stim off of it. Yep. Yep, he does. <laughs> but we're not going to take it away because that would just not be good. Right? right. Right. So after a conversation like that is when I would like to just like take a deep breath and be like, it's okay. Yeah. You know, and then like, all right, here's the time it is. And I hear this and I hear the kids and I'm here at work and just like move on to the next session or just kind of like bring myself back instead of just like being like, no, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I love when people piss me off. I'm like exciting. Okay. Let me, <laughs> let me confront this, uh, little exciting issue you've brought to my attention. Um, just to go back of my device yeah. thing. Cause now you got me going, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So if they're like, oh, they can't do this or they can't, but I'm like, but they can, they can tell you they want to color on the device. And like, well, he just wants to color all day. I'm like, well, that's what he likes to do when he's telling you. So like, what do you want to do all day? But he wants to color. So Mm -hmm. when he has free, maybe he can earn that. That's my other favorite thing to tell people. Like, why doesn't he earn it then? If you know, he likes it first work, then color. So, you know, just stuff like that. I feel like this has just turned into me venting now. So I'm going to yeah. just have some. Well, water. maybe that's what you need to do to get in the right SLP mindset. There you go. Maybe it's a good strategy right now. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So understanding. So understanding. Yeah. Oh, yesterday I was in an IEP and I got, I got pretty heated. Like I hadn't good. felt, I got, you know, I was like, doesn't it feel good? Oh, Deb, it, Deb is a good hype woman. She I know. She, she's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I, you know, we're all on zoom. So I'm like, I'm on, uh, you know, not muted. And of course, nobody's asking me what I think. And I'm like, Marie, you actually, have to, you have to say, yes. I'm like, my, may I cut in? And I was, I totally did that, you know, and, yeah. and it was kind of funny because I just started talking and I totally blacked out. Like I couldn't even tell yeah. you what I said, but I was advocating. I'm sure it was great. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Ultimately I'm like, I know I'm advocating for the kid, like yes, whatever, yes. you know, is going on can wait basically. Cause his communication is delayed. Nobody's taking that into account. Let's talk yeah. afterwards. It kind of, wh- whatever I said, everybody agreed with Cause they were like, okay, well then we'll, you know, we'll wait and da da da. But I'm, <laughs> I'm like trying to like, think, should I go off my camera right now? Because I need to breathe. Like <laughs> sitting there, like, <sighs> like <laughs> taking yeah. You know, because after all of that, I felt so much, just my heart was racing and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, even that, like, even just kind of that awareness of like knowing, okay, it's okay to breathe, breathe. Mm Yeah. You know, um, for sure. I mean, I definitely have been there before and I'm sure when you blacked out and you just start talking, that's just, that's just confidence. That's just, I got (laughs) like, I have, I have zero doubt that what I am saying is incorrect. And that's why I continue. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So my tip or trick is just like to like, if you go back to the fundamental of anything, as long as you have integrity and that's what you do when no one's looking, as long as you have integrity, then you are always doing whatever you need to be doing and that's it. So as long as you're not just like, you know, always, skipping out on something because you're avoiding it or always like not, um, or always grumpy or always happy or whatever it is, 
as long as you have integrity and self-awareness, like I know I'm doing this and I know that I'm always doing my best, then no matter where your mind goes or sways, you can always kind of like bring yourself back to center because you know that you're acting with integrity. You have a reputation, you have goals and objectives, you take your career seriously, and you don't want to compromise those things. So off days are fine and forgetting stuff is cool and doing it late. I mean, I can get something that was due yesterday done in like 20 minutes. Nice. Like I can do it really fast Yeah, when it was due already. But, you know, something that took me a week, you know, I didn't, you know, the only thing is that you do think about it so much that you might as well just get it done because it haunts you. But yeah, so my my tip is just to have integrity and everything's going to be fine after that. Yeah, that was a yeah. good one. Thanks. Like Since Marie is our guest, do you have a quote that you can end the episode with? We usually like to end with a quote. I, you know, I had a different one picked out, but I'm going to go with one since we talked about improv and I think this works right now. Oh, nice. Um, It's a Tina Fey improv quote and it's say yes and figure out the rest later. Um, which I think just personally as an SLP, that's something that just describes my therapy style. Um, and it's something I've adapted in life because I went from being very type A and planning and needing everything, you know, needing to know everything to, I've started kind of evolving to be like more like, We'll see what happens. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I love that. Yes, for sure. See, I said yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I agree. I mean, I, uh, I take that approach with new job opportunities. I feel like always like, do you want to speak at this conference? Yes. I don't know what I'll say or how long it's going to be, but I definitely want to do that. And, um, you know, if other people could do it, I could do it too. Right. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you being on SLP's Wine and Cheese. If you could just let the audience know where they can find you for some more self-help and and preschool speech therapy (laughs) tips. Uh, Yeah. Instagram is at thanksmorris. um, And then my website, thanksmorris.com. Which will be linked in the show notes. So Perfect. And that's our show, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We love to hear from our listeners. Slide into our DM or email us, slpswineandcheese at gmail.com. And if you love us, please rate and review us on iTunes. Ciao.